What's going on, my fellow A-plusers? Welcome back to a brand new episode of A-plus Opinions, your home for your nerd pop culture news and reviews. As always, guys, it is I, your host, Adam Perez, and we are back with a brand new episode for you guys today as we are getting into some Titans talk, guys. Titans has, in fact, returned. Uh, if you are a subscriber of the DC Universe, $7.99 a month, guys, you will be thrilled to know that Titans has, in fact, returned for its second season, guys. Uh, so episode one is now up on DC Universe. So if you haven't had the opportunity to check it out, please go ahead and do so. I'm not sure if DC Universe is still doing this or not, but they usually have like a free trial period for you guys to certainly try out for like a week. Um, so if you are behind on maybe some Titans or you want to get involved and check out Titans, I highly recommend that you do go ahead and do so. Again, that's a DC Universe streaming service, uh, $7.99 a month, guys, and you guys can go ahead and check out Titans as well. Uh, it is good to be back, man. I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a while since we've had the opportunity to uh, review uh, some DC Universe shows. Um, you know, we were going to go ahead and do Swamp Thing, but considering the fact that they went ahead and canceled Swamp Thing after one season, we just figured, ah, oh, why even, why even review it at this particular point in time? Uh, so we finished off the Titans for you guys. We've been kind of talking about some Titan news throughout the summer, getting you guys kind of anti, you know, pumped up and anticipated for it, but it's finally here. Episode number one for season two is on our DC Universe service. Um, and man, I, I had to, I had to do something this weekend to talk with you guys about it. That's for sure. I'm not sure who we have over in our live chat right now. Uh, Mr. Porter has certainly popped up. Thank you very much. Um, and Mr. Porter also says, not out in the UK yet. Uh, apparently, there's no release date for Titans, which is um, interesting. I, I, thought, I thought Titans... When it comes to international stuff, especially overseas, was on Netflix. Um, everything that I've always shown uh, was showing Titans on Netflix over there. Um, so maybe they wind up having season two drop. Definitely check it out, Mr. Porter, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, RGD uh, also says how many episodes in season two. Right now, from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing 13 episodes total. Now, when it comes to DC Universe, they don't drop them all at once. They drop them on a weekly basis. So as of right now, we literally just have one episode. Um, and uh, I, I'll have to go and see exactly what the list and the rundown is. But something tells me 13 episodes. I certainly could be wrong. Uh, but I'll definitely let you guys know. Um, I, so I don't have my DC Universe at the moment. Uh, I did go ahead and suspend it, um, but I did go ahead and manage to find a way to actually check out the episode. So when I get back into my DC Universe, I'll find out. But from what I've been hearing, I believe it's 13 episodes this season. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it, guys. If you have any questions, feel free or any comments, feel free to go ahead and throw them in the comment section box below. Uh, we'll definitely go ahead and get, uh, get into that for you guys today. Um, so first off, I, when it comes to season one for Titans, just to kind of do a little bit of a, not a recap, but just a rewind, the, the, the season by far was not stellar to me. But uh, to be honest, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching season one. Um, definitely felt like it was very promising in a sense that I can tell that there definitely is a lot more that they're capable of doing with this season. But I thought for the most part, Titans was at least season one was a nice little introductory to some of our characters and some of the storylines. But I'm gonna be honest, when it comes to season two, considering that we've kind of gotten the um, uh, first season out of the way, right? Any rust we can kind of have shaken off. We've gotten the opportunity to see what the other DC Universe shows can certainly do. Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, both really great seasons. 
I'm really looking forward to season two of Titans being even better than the first one. If we're just getting the same old thing that we got for season one, I will be really, really uh, disappointed, unfortunately. But from what I've seen from this episode alone, in, 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 in episode one of season two, really promising. I, I'm really expecting big things. I'm liking the direction in which that episode ended off. Um, so I'm really looking for big things here for this particular season. Um, I did go ahead and watch a rewatch season one this past week to go ahead and get ready for it. And I, I, I still stand by my idea that season one's finale did not feel like a finale whatsoever um it felt like it was not not just another episode but definitely felt that they could have expanded it a little bit more they could have actually used this episode um as its season finale if they certainly wanted to um but again they did cut off season one short so that they can actually use what was supposed to be their season finale for season one as a season premiere of season two and when i'm looking at this episode for season two it feels very much like a season finale that should be a season premiere. Like it, it's super weird. It's one of those things like where this episode, well, while I certainly enjoyed this episode of Titans, don't get me wrong, I certainly did, but they definitely felt very disjointed at times. And what I mean by that is that the first portion of this episode feels very much like a season finale. Like this really, like the first half of this episode really could have been the season finale for season one last year. Um, but what it felt like what they decided to do was maybe take what they had as the season finale, edit it down to like 30 minutes, and then maybe added the beginning of season two towards it, and thus giving us our hour long episode. Like it felt like night and day from compared to the beginning to the end of this particular episode. Now, it, it is one of those things where clearly they have different directors, or at least it certainly felt like it was definitely different directors um, that was kind of helming certain things. So maybe we had like a group of writers and directors for the first portion of this episode, and maybe a set of directors and writers for the second portion of this episode, right? So at least that's what it feels like to me, because it felt completely night and day, honestly, when I go back and look at it. Let me go ahead and pull up my notes here real quick. Um, so yeah, felt like it was two different seasons. Um, the first part felt very rushed to me um, in regards to trying to resolve the Trigon situation that we have. It's it's one of those things where I, I understand why they decided to go ahead and hold off the actual season finale for like the premiere itself. But I feel as though you really could have put that in season one and just elongated it. So we had the opportunity to have the story told a little bit more properly and not felt very rushed. Just a lot of the resolutions that we get to for the Trigon's um, storyline felt extremely rushed, unfortunately. Um, and I really wanted to see that kind of develop uh, into something a little bit deeper. So wasn't the biggest fan of the first half of this episode. Second half of the episode though, for the most part, really great pace and great introductions to some brand new characters also. Um, but when it comes to Trigon, when it comes to the Trigon aspect of things, I really appreciated like the trials that we see Trigon putting all of our Titans in. Um, the fact that we already know that Robin is sort of already kind of, I don't wanna say mind controlled, but he's already controlled by Trigon. Uh, but when we get the opportunity to see the rest of the Titans, get the opportunity to finally get inside the house and take down Tri uh, Trigon himself, uh, it, it's pretty fun to kind of get to see all of our characters really embarking on what seems to be some of their deepest and sort of darkest um, 
uh, deepest and darkest feelings, right? Like their their deepest and darkest desires, things that uh, us as fans watching probably would never expect any of these characters to actually do. But when it comes to finding your evil, deepest sort of darkest desires, you're capable certainly of anything. So when it comes to Starfire killing off Raven in her sort of dream in a sense, um, the face-to-face -face that we get between Robin versus Robin, which was a stellar sort of action sequence, I, I absolutely love I think Donna Troy's was trying to save her father from the guy that burnt down that house, killing her dad. Um, and, and all of them, all of which in these sort of dreamscapes, they sort of all do things the bad way, right? All do things the wrong way, giving into their desires, thus falling under Trigon's sort of, um, uh, um, really falling under his control. Um, it was interesting to kind of see how Raven was handled. Also, um, the fact that we see Trigon sort of pulling out her heart, using that to kind of create the, the, the crystal or the gem that's on her forehead, really giving her that extra ability to have sort of the same powers and sort of rule the world alongside Trigon. So Trigon really sort of empowers his own daughter here in this week's episode uh, to the point to where she actually winds up taking him out at the end of the day. But again, it was just extremely rushed in all of that. Like I really would have liked to have seen that journey a little bit more uh, of her trying to reach all of her Titans friends, trying to bring them back up um, because you know she wasn't able to defeat Trigon before the stone so now that she has the stone it would have been great to have her see like have her get used to her new abilities right tap into that just a little bit instead of immediately using it to kind of uh, vanquish her father at the end of the day so it, it, it Trigon just kind of came and went like even though he was the overarching sort of villain for season one sort of like this this shadowy presence over everybody throughout the season and while he did have a really great sort of finale appearance in season one I kind of wanted to maybe have seen him for like another episode or two. Now, granted, I know this isn't the end of Trigon. The way that it ended, it almost seems as though she sent Trigon back to where he came from instead of necessarily killing him. So I'm pretty sure we'll probably get more of Trigon at some particular point in time down the road whenever he manages to escape. Um, but just that resolution between uh, you know father and daughter is something I definitely would have liked to have seen. And it just felt way too easy easy compared to how strong Trigon is for them to be able to just vanquish him sort of immediately, if that makes any sense. So the first half of this episode, not the biggest fan of it. There seems to be like a, a lot of standing around and talking, right? We got a bunch of standing around between Hawk Dove and Jason Todd when they were in uh, Bruce Wayne's manor. Uh, why Jason Todd's driving around the manor in his motorcycle, I have no idea. Like just randomly driving a motorcycle around the manor, trying to do stunts and whatever the case be, just completely odd, honestly. But just a bunch of standing around talking there. Uh, immediately we get a quick time jump for uh, Robin, Hawk and Dove meeting up at the house very quickly. And then we've got more standing around and talking about what we're gonna do. Um, not really the most impressive lineup of Titans when Donna Troy's like Titans, let's go sort of thing right outside of the house when they get the invitation to finally go in so i wasn't the biggest fan of the first half of this i really wanted things to feel more dynamic more movement but that's where the second half of this episode comes in and i'm going to be honest with you the 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 family dynamic that we get to see highlighted in here the appearance of bruce wayne i thought was done really well 
Um, Issei Morales as a Deathstroke looked fantastic. Um, so many great things from the second half of this episode that really makes me eager to see where season two um, certainly goes. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Um, Trigon transformation. Special effects, not the best. <laughs> that felt very much like season one production value. Um, like it was okay. Like I feel like it could have been worse than what it was, right? Like I feel like the transformation for Trigon certainly could have been worse than what it was. But it's just okay. It's it's not enough to get me super pumped. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that those were season one production sort of special effects, and that things will certainly look significantly better going forward in the second one. Um, I also made a notation, yeah, resolutions came too quick for me. And the Robin idea of her, uh, Robin saving Raven in his sort of dream, uh, that felt kind of weird to me also. Like she's, when she's falling, she's falling like forever and ever. Like homegirl looks like she's about to just splat and hit the concrete. And all of a sudden Dick Grayson comes out of nowhere and saves her. And I'm like, there's, there's no way. There's no way. It's just, it's just not believable. So Again, this really did feel like, and, and just to kind of explain it again, this really did feel like leftover footage from the first part of this episode and then new footage from season two as the second part of this episode. Very disjointed, felt like it was two completely night and day episodes when I watched it. Um, but I will say this, getting into the second half, let's talk about some of the positives here, because trust me, there are a lot of positives, at least I did. The family dynamic, I certainly loved. I appreciate it. That's the one thing that I love about Titans in general, from the comic books or the TV show. We're getting to that point to where these, these characters have been through But now we're kind of ways. It sort of feels like we got everybody standing around the car, kind of joking amongst each other, trying to talk with one another. Um, everybody giving each other hugs in a sense, saying their farewells. It was just really great to see, right? Like the old Titans and the new Titans. So it. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised that Starfire didn't join um robin and the rest of the crew but it seems as though robin is now doing his own sort of um like babysitting duty uh, he's starting a brand new daycare for teen titans as he winds up taking all the kids with him so it's not only dick grayson now driving but it's also a uh, uh, beast boy raven and seemingly for the most part is now going to become an official member of the titans and i actually really like his inclusion to be quite honest with you so i'm really looking forward to it but when i say family dynamic i also mean the fact that dick grayson like some of the characters just seem so much more uplifted this time around um now that everything's done with them um they've defeated uh trigon uh dick grayson for the most part seems like he's a lot happier than what he certainly used to be um he's got his spirits back once again so i really enjoyed that um and then he also does go ahead and decides to make a quick stop uh, and we finally get our introduction here to Bruce Wayne, uh, played by Ian Glenn, most notably known from his time in Game of Thrones. I really wasn't quite sure how I was going to feel about Ian Glenn coming in at, as Bruce Wayne. He's a fantastic actor, certainly don't get me wrong, but I certainly, I don't want to say had my doubts, but let's just say hesitation, right? Because we are having somebody portray Bruce Wayne, who is technically an older Batman version in this season. Um, and so for me, at least the age discrepancy is kind of what threw me off, but Ian Glenn, as far as the 
for sure. But I, I will say this, just age-wise, though, he seems like he's a little bit too old to play that particular role, considering what the age difference is. I don't recall them being that vastly, that, that age difference being that vastly significant but you can definitely tell here in this episode so that's really the only thing that took me out of it but besides that i thought ian uh glenn did a really good job as bruce wayne um i also want to say uh, and it's one of those things too that i'm glad that they went ahead and decided to finally give us a bruce wayne because I think one of the things that me and Indy talked about for season one was that we're kind of waiting for that confrontation, right? As much as Bruce Wayne played such a pivotal role for season one and really the direction in which it takes sort of Dick Grayson's sort of mentality, I was kind of really hoping that we would get some sort of resolution between these characters. And so I'm really glad that that's something that we did get here in this season finale, or at least I should say the season premiere. Uh, the idea of Dick Grayson understanding where his mindset was at, of the fact that he blamed Bruce Wayne for a lot of things he probably shouldn't have in a sense. Um, so he's really getting a grasp, a grasp in regards to um, pretty much what he has to talk to Bruce Wayne about and really kind of figure things out for himself. And I'm glad that he actually got the opportunity to do that. And we got to see that confrontation finally that went over a lot better than I honestly certainly thought that it was. But I really did like the relationship that they showed that they wind up having here between Dick and Bruce here in this week's episode. And speaking of debuts, Deathstroke himself finally makes a debut as Issa Morales pops up here in this episode. Really great to just kind of see a Slade Wilson who's just kind of an exactly what he's been up to. We don't know why he's been just sort of secluded in this cabin, but the idea that he does get the opportunity to see a news report of, uh, of the returning that Titans, Titans are back, bitches, from, from Jason Todd. The fact that that is what sort of brings him out of retirement in this episode really makes me intrigued to kind of just see what his relationship was like with the Titans prior to that. Um, so I don't know if it's something that he did with the Titans and then he went into hiding and now he realizes, hey, the Titans are back. I, I, I guess I have some unfinished business and now he's coming back for the Titans. Oh boy, uh, unbelievable. I really do hope that Issa Morales maybe reached out to Manu Bennett from Arrow versus uh, from his from his Deathstroke uh, persona on Arrow. I'm um, just to kind of get some tips, maybe some tricks, maybe some advice from Manu Bennett, who's an incredible Slade Wilson in his own right. Um, but I think Issa Morales is certainly going to do the character justice. I mean, look, nobody can certainly compare to can compare to Manu Bennett and what he's brought to that Deathstroke character. But I do like seeing other people's sort of iterations of the character. And so from what I've seen so far, Issa Morales as sort of being the the silent but deadly type uh, I kind of I kind of dig that aspect about Deathstroke so I'm eager to kind of see what he has in store and his costume look great here uh, in this episode also uh, other couple of other honorable mentions um, Bruce Wayne, I mean, excuse me, Dick Grayson clearly asks Bruce Wayne to maybe use Titan's Tower again, um, as we do get the opportunity to see them traveling to San Francisco and reusing the old Teen Titans base that they used to have back in the day from the first iteration of Titans that Robin certainly tried. Um, and, and what I love about this also is that Bruce Wayne's like, okay, you can have Titans, but you gotta do something for me. And I really do think that what he meant by that was, you need to let Jason Todd on this team. 
right? I mean, he even talks about the idea that, yes, Jason Todd has a ton of potential, a ton of potential, but he's a little bit rough around the edges, right? Maybe we need to sand those edges down just a little bit. And what better way or what better person to kind of sand down those Robin edges than a Robin himself and really formulate a brand new team in here. So I'm really fascinated to kind of see where this team dynamic certainly goes now that Jason Todd is going to be a part of it. Because listen, if you know anything about Jason Todd's uh, future, about what happens to him in regards to, um, you know, the Joker and things like that, you know, there's going to be some emotional times here for these Titans. So I'm fascinated to see when that's going to take place for Jason Todd. Does that happen here in this season? Um, do we keep our Jason Todd around until uh, this season three and then eventually kill him off? Who knows? But I personally really love the addition of Jason Todd here as Robin to, um, to the Titans this year. A um, couple other quick honorable mentions. Gar. Uh, Gar Logan, who got his ass beat badly in this week's episode. Um, I really loved seeing him finally in, in, in the Titans Tower because I feel like he's been so, I don't want to say jealous, but he, he clearly looks up to superheroes, right? He clearly wants to be a hero himself at some particular point in time. And so, I mean, look, he's been trying to meet up with Batman for the longest time I think he knows he's got the connect in Robin. Um, and so when we get the opportunity to see Gar just in the Titans Tower and he makes his way to, I guess, technically to like the bottom of the base, right? Like to deep insides of Titan Towers. And he sees where all the other uh, costume displays used to be at for the Titans before him. If you look at Gar's face, man, just the emotional range that he's showing, just like the happiness the, the excitement, the nervousness, just all on his face uh, for just all the emotions that are kind of coming out at him, realizing that he's a part of this magnificent team. Uh, I absolutely love that scene. And the scene also showcases us Dick Grayson in this costume, Hawk and Dove in their costume, and, and our very first sighting of Donna Troy in her Wonder Girl costume, which looks amazing. It looks, it absolutely looks amazing. So I, I cannot wait to see uh, her in that costume once again, honestly. And I think Jason also finds the training room, which just feels just like home uh, for him at the end of the day. So again, first half of this episode felt very disjointed. It felt very much like season one, uh, whereas the second half of this episode, for me at least, really did feel like it was something different and uh, like we're branching off and, and really pushing this envelope for this season, for season two. And I'm so I'm really, really excited to kind of see uh, what we certainly have in store for season two. But I definitely want to know what you guys think. If there's anybody over in the live chat, if you have any particular questions or comments about season, or I should say season one episode two uh, uh season two episode one please let me know in the comment section or the live chat uh let me see what some of you guys are saying uh mr porter says i want to retry season one i dropped off after episode three yeah give it a shot give it a shot the one thing that i always try and tell people is look a season one's like the first seasons of any shows are i don't want to say you tend to be rough but sometimes it does take some crew and some cast to kind of get familiar with themselves, with their characters, with, you know, uh, chemistry, with the people across from them sort of thing. So I feel like the storyline does continue to get better when it comes to Titans season one. Again, it's not a perfect season. It's definitely not a perfect season. It certainly has its flaws, um, but it has enough good stuff and enough character development um, that for me, at least, I found it to be a pretty good season. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. And Porter says, so yeah, if memory 
memory serves me right, Titan Season 1 came out in the UK a week after it ended uh, in the UK. Oh, okay. See, I was always under the impression that because they don't have DC Universe in other countries, that maybe they also drop them week to week in the UK, but you're saying that their release dates are significantly different. So I'm sorry to hear that, Mr. Porter, but hopefully you get the opportunity to check out not only season one, uh, but finally get the opportunity to see season two also. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cyril, what's up, Cyril? Thank you very much for popping in. Uh, I love Wonder Girl. Yeah, I love Wonder Girl as well. I can't remember the actress that plays her, uh, but shes I really do enjoy her. I'm fascinated to find out just how that relationship building is going to go between Wonder Girl and Starfire. Um, considering the fact that we saw them leave with Hawk and Dove in the middle of this episode, um, makes me think that they're going to be building maybe some sort of chemistry with one another. If you recall from season one, they didn't have the best uh, sort of introductions to each other the very first time around. So maybe this will give them that opportunity to maybe team up, do some heroes, superhero business themselves, kind of gain um, that chemistry with one another and become uh, best girls girlfriends who certainly know so I'm definitely excited to kind of see um, I'm definitely excited to kind of see what they uh, what they do with that uh, mr. Porter says do you so do you look at comic previews comic previews uh, what do you mean by that like um, uh, like for comic books or you mean like for like previews for next week's episode sort of thing I, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that mr. Porter um, but um, yeah so overall guys I'm really excited to kind of see where we go from here um, you know, my biggest concern was really the idea of, you know, we have a lot of characters this season. Are we going to be able to focus on them very much? Um, you know, I was kind of expecting Trigon to kind of go out in one episode um, or at least maybe I wish it was kind of handled a little bit better than certainly what it was, um, because I don't think that he's I don't think he's done with at all. I wouldn't be surprised if they do have other things. I wouldn't be surprised if they do have other things in store for him, maybe another season down the road. Um, but I'm fascinated in the, in the direction in which we're going. Um, I, I do think that season two is going to be better. I think the production value is going to be better. Uh, I'm expecting the direction, cinematography, everything to be better for season two. But we'll have to cross our fingers uh, and definitely see. But guys, but that is everything that we have for you today. We will, in fact, be back next week with Titan season two, episode two review for you guys. So certainly go ahead and stay tuned. Um, I know in has a really weird sort of um, uh, uh, work schedule now compared to what he did last year. So I know we were dropping these like Friday nights, um, but they may be pushed into the weekend. So just expect them towards the end of the week, either like late Friday night or Saturday or Sunday. Uh, but we will, in fact, be doing Titan reviews for you guys going forward. So definitely stay tuned for that. But guys, thank you once again for joining me. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Certainly enjoy it as much as you possibly can. We'll be back next week. Um, if you haven't subscribed to us yet, please go ahead and do so and click that bell notification. So anytime we drop a brand new video, guys, you will certainly be notified. Also, don't forget to go ahead and check us out over on social media. You can locate us here at A Plus Opinions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So take care, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Keep it A Plus and have a good one. Bye.